and welcome to the Diagnosis Infertility Podcast, where tears, encouragement, and laughter will fill your soul. My name is Andrea, and my medical chart reads infertility, but I prefer to think of myself as an IVF warrior, because even though I now have two little humans in my house, that diagnosis not only has stayed on my medical chart, but continues to drive who I am. And when I was in the thick of it, it controlled who I was. I hated my body. I did not take care of myself. My mindset was totally off and I obsessed about getting pregnant. And maybe you can connect with that too. If so, this podcast is for you. Here, it's all about real talk and giving you validation in that annoyingly real and raw emotion through this journey. As a health and life coach, I not only want to share my journey, but set you up with success as you navigate your own fertility struggles. Buckle up, lady, because here we go. Hey guys, and welcome back. Today I am going to talk to you about how to talk to the couple going through fertility difficulties. So today we're going to hit on a few things of knowing what not to say and really feeling a little more comfortable about what to say. So this actually has probably been the biggest requested episode topic that I've had because no one really teaches you how to talk about these things and the topic of infertility is becoming a bigger one as we continue in life. Now, note, each person couple is different and the way someone responds one day might be completely different the next time. So really, it's just a reminder, guys, that there's no perfect way to be there for someone going through this because, like I said, everyone is different. They process grief differently and they cope differently. But here is my perspective on talking with people who are navigating infertility right now. Number one, they want to talk about it but they really don't want to burden you with their pain. Most women and men who are struggling with fertility, whether it's getting pregnant naturally or staying pregnant, don't share. We more than likely want you to know. So in this situation, I want you to go ahead and check in. It's really interesting. I talk to a lot of women who are navigating this right now in real time. And when I talk to them, They talk a lot about how they think sharing this will burden people or that people won't want to hear about this or that it'll bring other people down. And the answer is no. Obviously, as women in their life, as friends, as couples, as men in their life, we want to know about the struggles and the difficulties and the heaviness that the people in our life are experiencing. So they're not going to reach out. Almost never are they going to reach out and do the first job. Like, hey, just so you know, I we're struggling with infertility. And so what I would encourage you is if it's something like an inkling or if you've heard from somebody else is I would encourage you to go ahead and check in. Things that I've said in the past is, hey, how are you doing with this? Will you share more about your fertility journey with me? And just see where it goes. And obviously use your personality, check in how you would normally check in, but don't be afraid to ask specifics. Hey, I know you and Jordan really want to have kids. How is that going for you? Will you share more with me? 
Okay? So, just so you know that that is one thing that is happening is that we really did do want you to know it's just we don't want to burden you so it's okay to bring it up okay it's okay to be the first person to mention it second a lot of times I hear well I don't want to bring it up because if they're not thinking about it like I just don't want to bring it up um Okay, here's the deal. It's probably the topic on their mind most of the day anyway, because when you're struggling with something like this, you literally think about it all the time. Well, at least that was the experience I had, and maybe you can relate with that too. Um, but I, it was already on my mind, so it's okay to bring it up. It's kind of nice to have somebody who can read my body language or read the room and talk about those things that I'm already thinking about or talk about those things that are really heavy on my mind. So please don't worry about bringing it up because I promise you they are already thinking about it. So here's this tip. It's kind of the same as the last one. Go ahead and check in. Will you share more about your journey to having kids with me? There is nothing wrong with saying, I want to know more about your journey Bring me with you. Let me in. Let me into that connection. And like I said, for those of us with this heaviness on our heart, unfortunately, we're not the ones to reach out. I can still picture and see myself. I got to work. This is after our Lord. Who knows? Maybe my fifth uh, unsuccessful IUI. And it was quite visible. And maybe like my coworkers knew. I can't remember exactly. I just remember um, Trudy coming up to me and just holding me and hugging me. And I just sat there and I cried. And she didn't have to say a word. Okay. And so sometimes we just need that, right? Just go up and hug them. Let them know you're there. Because I think the biggest thing is, is to feel heard and understood. Okay, and that can too uh, be by physical touch. Okay, so three is they might already be pregnant and you don't want to ask them because maybe it was already successful and you don't want to ruin the surprise. But it's okay to still want to know where they're at in their fertility journey because we never want to assume anything. Okay, maybe they have a new fertility plan. Maybe it was successful then they get to decide if they want to share or not share, right? That's their choice. Okay, so say you don't want to say anything to them because they might be pregnant and you don't want to spill the beans. Totally okay. I would go at it with, how are things going in your fertility journey? Do you, are you still on board with your fertility plan? How are you feeling about everything? Because like I said, they'll open up and share as much as they want to share. Most of the time, women who have gone through fertility treatment can't shut up about their successes. I'll never forget to, um, one of my best people, I have a lot of best people. You'll hear me talk about my best people. I don't ever say best friends because I have a lot of friends and a lot of them I would consider best. So I always consider them my best people. Anyway, one of my best people is Ashley, and she went through a very similar journey as I did. And she, I, she was doing 
she was getting very frustrated with life <laughs> and fertility treatments, and she was doing her rounds of IUI. They were not successful. I can't remember how many she was doing, and I was preparing for my second round of IVF. And she, little bugger, <laughs> she was supposed to wait until, like, I can't even remember what day she was supposed to wait to take her pregnancy test, but she took it, like, two or three days early, and I was the first person she called, right? I'm like, she probably told her husband. I don't really know. I didn't really ask. But, right, we share these things. Most women going through fertility treatment don't shut up about their positive pregnancy test because they've waited for literally forever. So if you're like, hey, how are things going on your fertility journey? There might be a sly smile that says, I'm pregnant, but nobody knows. Okay, because we can't shut up about it or lie about it. So it's okay to ask. You're not asking, hey, are you pregnant yet? Because we'll get to that later. Don't ask that. But what I'm getting at is don't be afraid to check in even if you think somebody is already successful. It's their choice what they share. Okay. Four. I kind of already touched on this, but apparently it's really important to me, so I'm going to talk about it again. We want you to reach out and ask, but we might not be able to share everything. But you guys, please don't stop. Just don't be obsessive about it. The first time you reach out, we might not share much. Okay? But continue to check in. Sometimes just a, hey, you were on my mind today. How are you? Text would be great. A lot of times, um, some of my favorite things of people checking in, uh, they would send me inappropriate memes. Or... Which is funny that that was one of the things, because I'm going to follow it up next with, I really loved encouraging Bible verses. <laughs> um, or just simply, hey, you're on your mind in like a prayer text that day. Okay? So, yes, you guys, I love Jesus, but I do swear a little. And I, whatever, I live life. I like inappropriate things, and I love Jesus. Okay, that's a different topic for a different day. I digress. But what I'm getting at is it's okay to check in. I was talking to a coworker of mine and she she is really in tune with what I need when I need it. She'll send me Bible verses or just random texts often and it's always perfect. And I was telling her, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what I totally needed. And she said that a lot of times things pop into her head or people will pop into her head or something will pop into her head about, hey, I should send this to Andrea. And she said, I just am going to really start acting on that. So, you guys, if something pops into your head, if someone pops into your head, just act on it. Just text them. If they don't text you back, don't take it personally. But maybe it's something that they really needed in that moment. Okay. Five. This one's a big one. And honestly, this is so much content um, that I might even just make this into a little series of like fertility talk, but stay tuned. Okay, so this is a big one. You're pregnant, but you don't know how to share with your friends or the couples in your life who are going through infertility. Okay, listen carefully. I promise you, they will be excited for you. When you announce your pregnancy and you have this over beaming joy, which you should have, okay, when you announce it, it's just a reminder, though, that what they want so bad out there is out of reach for them. 
and they might experience big emotions. And you guys, it's okay if your friends cry and have a reaction like that when you tell them that you're expecting a baby. It's not because they're not excited for you and it's not because they don't want this for you. It's because it's a reminder, a very true reminder of how out of control or how much they don't have control of this situation for themselves. And it's okay. It has nothing to do with you. Please never take it personally. It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with the rest of the world moving forward while they grieve and navigate. It really is the same emotion of anyone grieving. When I was on bed rest and the rest of the world moved on with joy and fun, it was an entire new layer of grief for me. And this actually happened to be the same time that Mark's mom passed away. And honestly, to see how much joy there was in other people's lives again, was just a new layer of grief for us. So you being pregnant is maybe just a new layer of grief for somebody. It's a new layer of heaviness. You guys, infertility sucks, okay? You can't even explain it until you fully experience it and go through it. Because it's, like I said, it's nothing you can control and it's such a waiting game and things have to be just perfect and timing has to be just perfect, Um, So don't give yourself that much credit that you can derail someone's emotions in life, right? You being pregnant is not going to derail someone. They're going to be happy for you. And you know, if someone starts to derail a little bit, having someone like you in their life to support them and maybe encourage them towards therapy or a life coach wouldn't be the worst thing either, right? Because honestly, I could get into a whole episode about this, but we need, as women going through infertility, we definitely need an outlet. Okay. So here are some tips on how to talk to your friends or somebody that you are pregnant. Okay. Number one, I honestly would advise telling them as soon as possible. Honestly, letting them know right from the beginning, even that you're trying to conceive, I think you'll notice a big difference in them being in your corner or not. And then maybe even talking about like, hey, I have no how long, I have no idea how long this is going to take. It could be successful on the first cycle. It could be years. I don't know. How would you like me to talk to you about this? You know, and it would just show up and have that true and real conversation. Okay. And then if you are pregnant, Like I said, I think waiting until week 12 could damage your relationship in some capacities because it's like you've held a secret from them. And I don't know. I just wouldn't want them to find out any different way. So if you're open to it and if you're up for it and it's your personality and they're close enough friends, I would tell them almost right away. Okay? Because you guys, I can promise you that even though... Like I said, there's going to be this new layer of heaviness for them. They don't want anything bad to happen to your baby either. You know, I would sometimes joke. (laughs) I would have like a failed IUI and I'd like walk into the grocery store like with joy in my step. I like had prayed a lot and I was okay. I'm like, okay, you know what? It's just this wasn't my time. Everything's going to be fine. And then I would see a pregnant woman and I would 
vermer under my breath. Ugh, bitch. <laughs> okay, so even though that sometimes crosses our mind, I don't, they won't want anything bad to happen to your baby. So having more people in your corner from the beginning, I think is always amazing. A lot of people have a different differing view with that. Um, I've had some friends who has, who have miscarried in silence. And I've had some friends who haven't. So, again, it's your choice. But that is just my perspective on what I would do. Okay, number two, I would do it in a place that is quiet and confidential so that they don't have to wear a mask in how they react with their emotions. And you know your friend the best. So this could be a text, a phone call. It could be one-on-one. But I would definitely be considerate of that and not have it be in this open you know, announcement at work or in a big, large gathering where they where they have to mask their emotions. Okay. Number three, be honest. Be honest and share in that. You are so excited about your baby and your journey, but at the same time, understand the heaviness that it is bringing on her journey. Acknowledge that this might be hard for her to hear and that you are genuinely in tune to how this might make her feel. Address that you know she is in a hard place and that this news might be harder to hear. And speak to that. You might not know exactly what to say, but you just showing up with that empathetic heart and that genuine connection to her and wanting her to know that you're there for her even though you you had this. You got this successful and it's not fair. She deserves this too. Just show up for her and speak to her like that. Don't ignore it. Please don't minimalize her experience. Speak to it. Okay, next, what are we on? Number four, find other topics to talk about. Now, this is after you've announced your pregnancy to them. But, like, don't let it be absolutely everything you talk about, right? Like, we're here for you. We're rooting for you. But also, we don't need to hear about it every second of the day or every time we're together. So let them ask you and then tell them, acknowledge that, that you noticed that they asked. Thank you for asking. I'm actually feeling really miserable right now. Or tell them whatever you're experiencing. Because you guys, remember, no one taught them either how to go through infertility. Both of you are navigating this together. Be honest with them. I love you. You are my friend and I want you to know that I am rooting for you and your dreams to come true too. I want you in on my journey, but only at the pace you would like to be involved. Because trust me, you guys, as much as it pains them to hear and see a friend going through this, they do not want to see you be unsuccessful either. Okay? So just be mindful of the topics you talk about and let them bring it up. Or if you do feel like bringing it up or you do bring it up, keep it brief and breezy and then follow it up with how are you doing? Okay, do your check-in. Okay, number five, please don't exclude on purpose. Still invite people in and give them an option to not attend. They might not want to be able to go to your baby shower and that's okay, Honestly, I still hate baby showers. It's like a trigger for me. Don't worry, I'm working on it. And I honestly still feel a punch in the gut when somebody announces they're pregnant. But don't exclude people in on anything. 
And it goes both ways, right? Still invite them to anything baby related. Still invite them to all of this part of your life. But then two friends who aren't pregnant at this time, still invite them to go out to the club. Still invite them to go have a glass of wine. Okay, let them be the deciding factor of what they want to do and don't have it be you. Decide what they can and cannot do. Keep inviting. Don't exclude them on purpose. Okay. All right. The next one um, of how to talk to somebody is when somebody else announces their pregnancy and you know your friend is hurting inside. If it is at a big group event or a gathering, ask her if she wants to go for a walk with you or if she needs to go to the bathroom or maybe she wants to come with you to get a drink. Get her out of that situation if you feel like she needs to get out of that situation and give her that excuse. And honestly, she might excuse herself. It's okay to get up and follow her to the bathroom. She probably left to cry. Don't fix it. But you can hold her while she cries if she lets you. Okay? Sometimes there's just no words. Sometimes you just hold them. And that kind of leads me into what not to say. (laughs) What not to say to people going through infertility. Which leads me to part two of this series that will drop next week of what not to say to people going through infertility. I'd love to say that you can access this episode immediately if you join the fan club, but I don't have a fan club. Maybe one day I'll have a fan club. Anyway, this information got way longer than I anticipated it to be. Apparently, I had a lot more to say about this topic than I thought. So please look forward to next week to what not to say to couples going through infertility. I hope that you enjoyed the episode. I actually launched my social media account this week for sure on Instagram. We're working on LinkedIn and Facebook. But if you want to check it out, it's her, H-E-R dot Andrea Hensrud. And that's on Instagram again. And there's actually going to be some stories related to the podcast episode when it drops here on Wednesday July 6th. So be sure to check that out and answer any of the questions and truly just share some feedback. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for pressing play today. If you found value in today's episode or feel that someone in your life could use a burst, share this episode on social media. Don't forget to tag me in it so I can give you a shout out or send it to your husband, a friend, or even your mom right now. Sometimes we need to share what resonates with us so other people can understand too. And remember, maybe it's time to stop being afraid of what can go wrong and start being excited about what can go right. You've got this. You are doing a great job. Until next time.